Good evening, and welcome to the third episode of the Beer Money Sports Podcast. Today, my guest is myself. Uh, I don't have a guest today. This was kind of a last-minute thing, but I'm just going to jump right into it. We'll see how it goes. Um, So I kind of want to recap my picks from last week. I had Alex and Wyatt on the show last week, uh, two different episodes, and we kind of did a rundown of college football. So I'm going to recap some of the games where I was, <laughs> where I picked right and where I picked wrong. Um, so let's just jump into it. Um, Georgia beat Notre Dame by one possession, which is what I guessed because Georgia was favored by 13 going into the game. I felt like that was too much, especially against a Notre Dame team that made the playoffs last year. Um, that in Georgia, they don't look that good. No offense. But um, they barely squeak it out at home against Notre Dame, who doesn't <clears throat> excuse me, doesn't fall that far um, down the rankings. They came into the game at seven. They dropped to ten. So still in the top ten. Um, I think if they can make it out of this schedule uh, unscathed after this loss, um, then they have a shot to make the playoff again. I just don't know how willing the committee's going to be um, after putting them in last year, after going undefeated, and then they lose by 27 to Clemson. So that'll be interesting to see um, how that shakes out. Um, A&M against Auburn. I picked A&M at home. They couldn't get it done, unfortunately. Um, I put a lot of uh, faith I guess you could say, into Kellen Mond. And, I mean, he still threw for, uh, let's look up the game, he still threw for 335 yards compared to Bo Nix's 100. But um, Auburn gets it done. They score 14 unanswered in the first quarter and then went up 21-3, to I believe, after the end of the third. So Auburn had a comfortable lead after the game or after the third quarter, Texas A&M put up 17 in the fourth. They, they just couldn't get it done. That puts them at two losses at the season. Um, one to Clemson, one to Auburn. So those are two good losses. If there is ever such a thing as good losses, because Clemson's number one, Auburn's number eight and they're undefeated. So two top 10 losses. If you're going to have two losses, those are two teams that you would want to have losses to, if that makes any sense. I could be just completely off the mark there, but um, I'm going to move on to my school, my team, my future alma mater, Clemson University. I picked them to cover the spread. Now, there was a guy sitting next to my grandma um, all game saying that he bet $300 on Charlotte to cover the spread. So I do want to say the spread was 41 and a half going into the game. I think he believed it was 42, so he, I think he thought he was getting his money back. But from what I see right now, it says the spread going into the game is 41 and a half, and we cover it winning by 42. So heartbreaker for the Charlotte fan that drove all the way to watch his team lose by 42, then lose a $300 bet 
uh, betting on his own team to cover the spread. So my prediction was right on that. I said we'd uh, cover the spread comfortably. I said that we would uh, put up 70, so that didn't happen. Um, Dabo pulled off the dogs pretty early with uh, putting it. We put in five quarterbacks. I didn't even know we had five quarterbacks on the roster, um, but we did. And, I mean, Trevor only threw nine passes. Uh, he didn't even play probably five, four minutes into the second quarter before we put in Chase Bryce. So, but like I said, pulling off the dogs pretty early, but to put up 52 and play a record, a school record, 110 players is pretty remarkable um, considering, you know, our third string, fourth string guys can, can hang with uh, Charlotte, who's not the best, FBS team, but still an FBS team, and our third and fourth string guys are still hanging with them, uh, scoring a touchdown in the fourth quarter. So um, I was right and wrong on that game. We did cover the spread, but uh, not by as much as I thought we were going to. Um, we can go down the line here a little bit more. So Texas, I picked Texas to win. Um, they did by one possession against Oklahoma State. So um, they get it done at home. Ellinger throws for 281 yards. Straight baller. I love Sam Ellinger. I think he's a freaking stud. And uh, he's got the Longhorns 3-1. and one. That might be most hyped game of the year is the Texas-Oklahoma game. Um, and that that's in two weeks. I mean, uh, three weeks, two weeks. Uh, it's... October 12th, so however far away that is. It's uh, Red River Rivalry, the Triple R. And um, it's going to be, as of right now, it's 11 versus 6. So the winner of that game is controls their own destiny, essentially, uh, in the playoff race. But odds are they're probably going to play again in the Big 12 title game like last year because the Big 12 just plays their two best teams against each other, which is something I like um, because last year Clemson played 7-5 and five Pitt in the ACC title game. Not much competition. But speaking of Pitt, Pitt gets it done uh, by one point over UCF, the 2018, the real 2018 national champions. Um, so down goes UCF. Um but uh, they'll be back. I mean, they scheduled – I saw an article they scheduled Stanford and BYU on their future schedules to beef up their schedule and make a name for themselves if they haven't already um, when it comes to the playoff committee. So some other games. Uh, Appalachian State beats UNC. So – Tough luck for Mac Brown, but awesome for our Appalachian State to get it done. They've they've been on the come up for a while. Uh, it seems like they get these wins out of nowhere. Uh, I don't I don't know what to say other than I, they're just a good football program. Um, so what else do we have? An, oh, we did have an upset Friday night. It was USC versus Lee Corso's pick to beat Clemson in the playoff, Utah. 
USC beats number 10 Utah on Friday night. They beat them by seven. And the Pac-12, again, continues to beat themselves up. And Wazoo goes down to UCLA after blowing like a 20-point lead. So it looks like Cal is the Pac-12's only hope. Um, unless Washington can just blow everybody out because they already have a loss on their, their record. So, Cal, it's up to you. Um, I wonder if Jared Goff still has any eligibility left at Cal. But as of right now, they don't need him. They're undefeated. So we can go ahead and jump into this week. Uh, I don't really think there's many games to talk about except the one on my mind right now. We can go. We can we can just start Friday night. Uh, Duke at Virginia Tech. Uh, I'm headed to Virginia this weekend. I was thinking about going. Tickets aren't that expensive. Night game in Lane Stadium, but Tech is just not the same team they've always been. Fuente is on the hot seat, and Tech. I think Tech's got to make the conference title game, or Fuente's gone because Bud Bud Foster's gone after this season. He's retiring, so it's kind of his farewell tour. And to only to barely squeak out a win against Furman is not something you want to have on your resume, uh, especially when you're on the hot seat like Fuente is. So, uh, number 12, Penn State at Maryland. I'm going to go ahead, hot take right now. It's at Maryland, night game, Friday night. Uh, number 12, Penn State, rolling in. I say Maryland gets the upset. Maryland's been playing well. Uh, they did lose a tough game to Temple, although they did beat Syracuse by 40, 43. So I think with the week off, they were well-rested. They had some time to recap and get their stuff together. And I say Maryland gets it done at home against Penn State. That is my my upset pick this week. Um, try to go down the, the top 25, uh, Clemson at UNC. Let me look at the spread on this one. Um, spread is 26 and a half Clemson covers. No, no chance. We don't, um, feel bad for Mac Brown, but I say we go into UNC and beat him by 40. Um, kind of playing with house money since I go to Clemson, but oh, well, this is my podcast. Alabama at home against Ole Miss. Tickets as low as $12, according to ESPN.com. Spread is 37.5. Bama covers. Um, I don't know if that's a hot take, but at home, Bama covers. Uh, Pac-12 game of the week is USC-Washington. Washington's at home, but USC's riding pretty high. They're 3-1. And... and um, after the win against Utah at home, but they're going on the road against Chris Peterson and Washington. I say Washington gets it done. Eason's actually been playing pretty well. Um, so I say Washington gets gets it done and uh, jumps into the second spot in the Pac-12 North uh, behind Cal. So there's, there's another hot take for you, I guess. Not really because Washington's number 17, but – um, let's see. Sorry, there's not many games this week, to be honest with you. Ohio State, Nebraska, that's college game day. It's at Nebraska, so I guess that's the only reason. 
Uh, I don't see any reason why Ohio State doesn't win this game. They do they do go on the road against like okay teams and just get blown out. Uh, that's kind of, kind of seems like their theme two years ago against Iowa last year against Purdue. But I don't, I don't know if Nebraska's got it. They, they lost their only loss is Colorado, who's a stud team. And then they, they lose to air force. So I don't, I don't, I don't know about Nebraska uh, being back, but I say Justin Fields is balling out right now. I say Ohio state gets it done on the road, college game day. I don't, I say it's not close. Let's see the, See the spread. The spread's 17 and a half. Ohio State covers. Uh that that's another hot take. I'm I'm full of hot takes tonight. I'm by myself. I got no one to to tame me on these hot takes. Um let's see what else. Florida Atlantic at Charlotte. Uh Charlotte bounces back against uh Florida Atlantic, like I just said, obviously. And they bounce back from the loss. To Clemson, they get it done at home against Florida Atlantic. Another hot take. I'm on a roll here. So let's just jump into game of the week. It looks like Notre Dame, UVA at Notre Dame. UVA's 4-0. Notre Dame's 2-1. Um, Notre Dame's only lost top five team, Georgia, last week. This is a tough game. Notre Dame's favored by 12.5, but I like UVA in this one. I mean, Growing up in Virginia, it's clearly there's some some bi- biased opinion there, but undefeated, 4-0, 3-0 for the first time since 2005. Now they're 4-0. They haven't really had that hard of a schedule, but they beat Pitt, who beat UCF, and they beat Florida State. Obviously, they're a shell of what they used to be, but for UVA to just beat a big name like that is huge. So to go on the road and get this win against Notre Dame, I say UVA jumps in the top 10. I say um, if UVA wins this game, Notre Dame and UVA probably switch spots. I would say UVA would jump to 10. Notre Dame would probably fall back to 18, 19, 20. So I'm not saying UVA gets it done. I, I don't want to pick this game because I I have some bias against uh, – not against, I have some – biased opinions for UVA. So, um, but I'm full of hot takes. So UVA gets it done on the road. They jumped to top 10. Bam. Bryce Perkins puts himself in the Heisman conversation. That is a huge, bold prediction. I know, but you know, that's what we're all about here at the beer money sports podcast. Um, I think that's it for college football. It's weird being by myself, but you know, Got to do what you got to do. Got to do what you love. So uh, hopefully I got someone here with me next episode or I got more topics for you. Um, Like I said, this week's not that great in college football. Um, NHL hasn't started. Starts October 2nd. Caps, the Capitals go to St. Louis, hopefully to ruin their banner raising night, but we'll see. So thanks for, uh, thanks for listening. All you loyal fans. It's only episode three. Hopefully, plan on growing this thing and um, stay tuned. Thanks guys.